The Flowering Stigma, brought to you by the CEU Microbiology Society, school year 2021-2022. Hello, hello, and welcome to the last episode of the third season of The Flowering Stigma, brought to you by CEU Microbiology Society. Wow, last episode na and it, it has been a thrill to know more about vector-acquired diseases. I agree, Ruth. It feels good to know more about something talaga, lalo na, lalo deepen yung appreciation mo in microbiology. Now, the tagline for this season is, for some reason, it's for baby season. I am Ruth Angeli Bicabildo. And I am Arting Flores, your host for this season. Before we start this episode, we would like to introduce our awesome speaker, Dr. Sixto Carlos. Welcome back po, Doc. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Thank you for inviting me back again. I, I've enjoyed the earlier episodes natin, and I'm sure we'll enjoy it sa last episode. Natin Welcome back, Dr. Carlos, to our podcast. We learned a lot from you from our last discussion. Since this will be our last podcast together, let's make it more lax and fun. Okay. I agree, no, Ate Artin. Let's make this episode a very interesting one. Anyways, our episode for today will be all about heartworms. So, Doc, what are heartworms? Heartworms. Okay, first of all, heartworms, uh, heartworms, the most dangerous uh, roundworm of dogs. These are nematodes uh, and they're found in the heart. Actually, nakikita to sa lungs. Kapag may pressure kasi, nasa may lungs siya. Pero kapag, nawawal, let's say, namatay na yung patient, nawawala ang pressure, nagsasettle na yung worm sa heart. Kasi nung first siya na-discover early in uh, the 19th or early 20th century, dun siya nakita sa heart. The thing about heartworms is they're found all over the world. Dati, mas common lang siya sa tropical climates. Main reason is kasi it is transmitted by mosquitoes. Diba? Ang dami nating lamok. So, ang dami natin yan. Pero the thing is, dahil nga sa human settlements in temperate countries, dun sa colder regions, nagkakaroon na rin ng mosquito. Dahil nga sa tao, dahil sa nagkakaroon na ng mosquito, nagkakaroon ng way para makatransmit ng heartworm kasi it's necessary. Kasi ang heartworm first, okay, life cycle niya from the cardiovascular system, from the heart, magkakaroon siya ng yung female, maglalabas siya ng baby heartworm, mga microfilaria. Ang tawag dito is microfilaria kasi ito mga filarial worms to. Yung microfilaria, iikot sa, ano mo yan, sa blood, no? Sa bloodstream. Ngayon, darating lamok. Pag yung lamok, kagating ka, ah, kagating, sorry, yung dog na may heartworm, sasama doon yung microfilaria and magde-develop siya into, I think, up to stage 3, into stage 3 larva. Ngayon, to si mosquito, pupunta sa ibang worm, pupunta siya sa ibang worm, kagatin niya, pupunta doon na yung stage 3 microfilaria and later on, magiging adult siya in, I think, in a span of 5 or 6 months. Yun ang basic life cycle niya. Tapos kung maging adult siya, again, may male and female din to. Kung all male ka, all female, syempre, hindi ka magkakamicrofilaria. So you need to have both sexes para mag-develop. The thing is, uh, 
ang heartworm is found in a lot of animals, a lot of canids. Thus, if I remember it right, even in walruses, uh, sea lions, it's also found in cats. Ang problema lang sa cats, hindi nabubuo ang life cycle. Ang disease dito sa cats is heartworm-associated respiratory distress. Nagka-cough siya, parang siya asthmatic. Ang problem lang kasi sa cat, ang heart ng cat mas maliit eh. So, magkaroon lang siya ng isang worm, masama na effect niya. Okay, pero it's rare. It's rare na magkakaroon ng adults sa cats. It's more of sa dogs talaga. Sa dogs, you can imagine, kunyari ikaw, meron kang something sa heart mo, barado, di ba? Nagkakaroon ng congestion, lalaki, magkakaroon ka ng damage sa heart, magkakaroon ka ng damage sa lung. Eventually, pati ibang organs affected na, like the kidney. Kidneys and the liver affected din yun. So, yun ang uh, morphine damage niya is sa heart. Tapos kakaroon ng iba't iba na effect. Pero ito ah, the thing is, ang mahirap din sa heartworm, pwede din siya matransmit sa tao. Although, hindi nagiging adult. Sometimes, mupunta siya sa lungs, napapagkalman siyang tumors sa lungs. Tapos pagbukas, yung pala, mga heartworm yun na ano na, tissue reaction. More or less yun ang basics ng heartworm. No? The thing about heartworm is noon, halos wala siyang way to prevent. Ang prevention niya dati was ilalagay mo ang aso mo sa kulambo, which is difficult, or mosquito repellent. Napakahirap. Di ba kahit tayo nga gumagamit tayo ng mosquito repellent, ang hirap. So, well, later on, nagkaroon na mga, ano siya, mga adulticides. Adulticides meaning pinapatay yung adults ng heartworm. Ang assumption na lang is every, uh, bibig, it, kasi di ba yung sinabi niya, uh, it takes about 5-6 months diba, para may adult. Ang gagawin mo lang, every 6 months, i-assume na lang infected yung dog mo. Papatay mo yung adult, assume after 6 months, magkakaroon ulit. Ang problem lang, yung gamot mismo, masama ang daming side effects. Later, nagkaroon na siya ng daily medicine, preventive. Inabutan ko pa ito when I started practicing. Pero later, they discovered the use of ivermectins. Diyan nagsimula. And it, this is given monthly. It's actually a good drug, pero the ivermectin originally was used for live stock. And it was very effective. Very effective siya. Nag-work talaga. Kaya... Yung mga ibang preventive, sa karoon ng mga bago, yung mga ivermectin, from ivermectin family, nagkaroon ng milbemycin, moxidectin, yun yung mga preventives, galing sa same family yun. The thing about ivermectin though, nagkakaroon na siya. It, recently, nakita nila, nagkakaroon ng resistance. Hindi alam bakit, selection ba, or maling pagbigay ba ng medicine, pero... Some researchers believe meron ng resistance sa ivermectin. So um, if you want 100% protection from heartworm, dapat ang bibigay mo is moxidectina, which can be given once a month or may injection, which is good for one year. Um, ano pala niya, ang scientific name niya is dirofilaria imitis. It is so important. There is a whole industry built around it. Meron ang American Heartworm Convention, isang conference, pinag-uusapan yung isang parasite lang. Dinidiscuss nga, uh, gano'ng karami, parang tatatsmit, ano yung newer medicines, ano yung newer data. And sa dami-dami na ng 
gamot na binibigay, until now, it is still a problem. Actually, siya talaga yung number one killer ng, ng dogs eh, sa when it comes to worms. Eh. Kasi again, ang daling kumalat eh. Kasi maraming owners, again, in my practice, uh, we recommend yung heartworm treatment. Ang sasabihin ng owner, eh, Doc, nasa condo naman ako eh. Hindi papasukan. Hindi naman mapapasukan ang lamok yun eh. Famous last words. Ilang beses ko na narinig yan. If you have a pet, please ask a pet dog please ask your vet for a heartworm preventive. Actually, sa totoo lang, even heartworm preventives in cats, although ang data sa Philippines, as far as I know, gumawa na kami ng study. Eh. Wala pa ako nakitang literature sa Philippines. Pero sa iba, nakita na yung heartworm in cats. Doc, ako po may tanong po. So, for example, other pet owners, hindi nila masyadong dinadala religiously yung kanilang pets sa vet. Meron po bang physical manifestations ang heartworms na na masasabi ay may heartworm ang yung dog ko? Ganun po. One is exercise intolerance. Nahihirapan siya. Tapos yung palakari mo, hihingalin, napapagod, tapos pwedeng yung mga side effects na pwedeng lumaki na yung chan. Tapos naisipin mo, ano ba yung pwede mangyari kapag barado yung puso? Tapos minsan pwedeng matigok na lang. Tapos pag bukas mo, Heartworm. Kasi I remember years ago, actually over 10 years ago, it was a pug didala sa amin. Hirap na hirap huminga eh. Tapos tumakbo, collapse lang. Tapos pinapatreat sa amin. Ang problem kasi sa treatment, ang treatment ng heartworm, pwede nyo i-check sa ano, ah, Heartworm Society, Heartworm Toolkit yata. Eh. Nandun kung paano i-treat. Yung preparation niya is matagal. The medicine is expensive and may side effects din. Kaya mas maganda talaga in this case is the prevention. Sinasabi nila, kung may adults ka na, pwede ka magbigay ng ivermectin lang for two year, years. Tapos hayaan mo mamatay yung adult. Ang problem doon kasi iniwan mo yung adult doon for two years. Eh. So nagkakadamit siya sa puso. Yun ang problem doon. Ang father ko noon, ginagawa niya was kapag may heartworm, nagsasurgery siya. Binubunot niya yung heartworm sa puso. Ang problema, hindi maganda yung survival rate. I think 50%. So, hininto na. And may mga ano na eh. Ang term din is imiticide, mga adulticide. Pinapatay mo yung adults. But the thing is, when you kill the adults, ang problema mo, what if nare-infect yung dog? Diba? So, pag alis mo na adult, kasi adulticide will not work on the larval form. So, habang hinahanda mo siya for ginagamot mo siya sa adult, may binibigay ka rin for microfilaricide, yung preventives. And that is given monthly. Kasi may mga ibang concepts pa yung gamot. Eh. May mga terms sila, mga reach back period, which is 45 days. Uh, dapat binibigay mo siya monthly. As again, like uh, binanggit ko kanina, meron na rin siya mga resistance, eh, yung worms. Eh. May mga certain strains na you have to consider. So, you have to consider using the newer drugs. Doc, ano pong possible side effects ng moxidectin? Safe naman siya, actually. Uh, ito pala, ang maganda pala sa moxidectin. Di ba binanggit ko kanina? Uh, kanina. Uh, dati, yung may tissue migration yung hookworm and toxocara. Moxidectin would work on that. May effect siya sa migrating larva. Speaking of uh, monthly preventives po, Doc, at what age should young animals be started on this um, heartworm prevention po? Meron six weeks, meron eight weeks. 
Kapag injectable, I believe, siguro, three months, five months. Depende sa product. Eh. Uh, I guess you have to check each product. Depende. Again, ang my recommendation is basta pwede na L3 kapag kinagat na mo, kung may L4, L5. Habang tumatanda yung larva, tapos may adult siya, hindi na ganun ka-effective yung preventive. So dapat habang bata pa yung larva, mabigay man yung preventive. Nagmamatter po ba yung age ng aso sa treatment, sa success po ng treatment ng heart heartworm disease? If what you mean is yung kumapapatay ba yung adult, I don't think there's really a difference kung bata o matanda yung patient. Ang iniisip ko doon na yung survivability, mas... Kapag matanda kasi, risky na. Let's say, 12-year-old dog, 30-year-old dog, matanda na. Dami ng problems. And may toxic, medyo toxic din yung adult side. So, mas mahirap na siya gamitin sa matanda. So, as a vet, kailangan i-consider. Yung treatment po ba, mas makakalala? Mas makakatulong ba? Doc, yung medications po ba sa dogs, safe po siya or applicable din po ba siya sa, sa cats? Okay, walang approved for cats. For dogs lang talaga. For preventives, meron. Meron. I think similar lang naman eh. Pero as far as treatment, walang approved for cats. Ayan, another question from Nigel naman po. May zoonotic potential po ba ang heartworms? Uh, yung slide kanina, yeah. Minsan, ano siya, pupunta na sa humans, tapos napapagkal mga tumors. Yung pala pagbukas, mga heartworm yun. I wouldn't really say na ano I would I wouldn't really say na zoonotic. Eh. There's a different term for that. Eh. Hindi ikaw talaga yung host. Eh. Doc, is it possible for infant animals na magkaroon ng roundworms na galing po sa parents? Ah, uh, yeah, yung ano, hookworms ano. Specifically ang hookworms and toxocara. Sa heartworm, sinabi nila, may debate, eh, pero the vertical and this vertical transmission. Eh. May nagsabi sa akin noon, uh, it was a parasitologist from Korea, the Dao. Pero again, um, I'd like to see more data about it sa, when it comes to heartworms. But for other words, definitely meron. Ayun, in term pala sinasabi ko kanina is aberrant hosts. Hindi siya yung ano, talagang host ng parasite, so hindi siya nagdadevelop. I guess that is it for this episode and this season. Thank you again, Dr. Carlos, for orienting us to one of the most common parasites people know. Yes, that is all for this podcast. Next week, we'll be... And supporting us all the way as we continue to battle misinformation, stigmas, misconceptions, and the like. To make this season more special, we will give away pet products to you, our speakers. All you have to do is like the Facebook page of Makati Dog and Cat Hospital and send them a message about this podcast. To know more about this event and receive updates of our upcoming episodes, please like us on our Facebook page, CEU Microbiology Society, and follow us on Instagram at CEUMS. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.